0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Mark on the World Show. We're producing this episode for goodcrowd.info. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe, and our guests today are Stephanie Bowers. She's the co-founder and executive director of Jake's Diapers. She is a crowdfunding monster. You just want, wait to hear her. John Brennick is uh, with Johnson & Johnson. He is the co-founder of the crowdfunding platform, Caring Crowd. Whew, what a show we're going to have for you today. Stick around.
1: Welcome to Your Mark on the World, bringing you another changemaker with champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe.
0: This episode is made possible via the support of our sponsors, including Johnson & Johnson's Caring Crowd. Stephanie, John, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you. Thanks. It's an honor to be here.
0: Well, we're, we're thrilled to have you both here, and thank you for taking the time. Uh, I should note uh, with great pleasure and appreciation that uh, Johnson & Johnson's Caring Crowd is a sponsor of the show, and we're oh so grateful for uh, their financial support. Uh, Stephanie, tell us about Jake's diapers. What is it that you do? Because, oh my gosh, it looks to me like you're doing a lot.
2: Well, we are a nonprofit diaper bank ministry. So, what that means is we provide the basic need of diapers to babies, children, and adults in extreme poverty worldwide.
0: Well, it's a, an incredibly admirable goal. Give us a little sense of scale. It seems like you're operating all over the place.
2: We are and we started small so what happened was seven years ago I found myself on a women's mission trip to a town called Pachecutec Peru which is a shanty town and when we were there they had just received electricity and running water within the past two years. Homes were built out of whatever you could find. So one day they we went to visit a child care facility And what we saw that afternoon changed the course of my life forever. And what we saw was caregivers who loved the children very much. They were doing the very best they could, but they were reusing disposable diapers because what do you do when you have to choose between food and diapers? So I came back to the States and then I got married and had a little boy named Jake. And we decided that we were going to help just only those 15 babies. Um, At El Refugio. So, what started out as a goal to help just those 15 babies, at last count, were over 7,000 lives impacted in 20 some odd countries, including here in our own Wisconsin backyard.
0: Wow, it's it's amazing work that you're doing. Now, uh, John, let's just step back for a little bit of context. Stephanie's a, a big, big user of. Caring Crowd. She's done, I don't know how many campaigns, uh, a dozen or more. Uh, tell us a little bit about Caring Crowd. Let's put this conversation into a little context.
3: So Caring Crowd was born and uh, built within Johnson & Johnson. So we um, provided as a free service, recognizing the need for funding um, for many not-for-profits working on global public health, and um, we even from time to time provide matching funds. We have an advisory panel of public health experts that reviews every project before it can go on the site. So the projects are reviewed. We, can't, we don't let just anything on there. And um, we had, just the other day, we saw the 117th campaign succeed, 70% success rate over the last, uh, 12 to 14 months. Um, and I think that's a, a dis- one of the distinguishing features of the platform.
0: Sure. It's a great, uh, great success rate. Uh, S- Stephanie, um, just let's just step back a little bit with you too. Uh, right now you're doing a campaign and I want to come back and talk to, about that uh, at, at some length, make sure people understand what you're raising money for there now. But, but you've already raised tens of thousands of dollars on uh, for projects of all sorts all around the world. Tell us a little bit about your experience on Caring Crowd.
2: So my experience with Caring Crowd has been amazing. I I like to um, share with people that, so this is hard, um, I guess I I remember the day that John called me and wanted to know more about the work we were doing. And that was another day that really changed what we're doing and how we're operating and how we're now able to help so many more babies because of Caring Crowd and Johnson & Johnson's passion to global public health. So we started out with one small project and then we've done a variety of projects of all different sizes um, all around the world, partnering with Caring Crowd. And it's just been a really amazing blessing that Johnson & Johnson has done this to help nonprofits like us just change the world one diaper at a time.
0: It looks to me like you successfully did a number of projects over the last six months to help hurricane victims
2: in yeah. Puerto
0: Rico and Haiti, and uh, even in Florida. Tell us a little bit about those efforts.
2: Yeah, so when the hurricanes hit, Um, Obviously they were very devastating. Our work in Puerto Rico is growing and growing. I actually just returned from Puerto Rico yesterday and it's an amazing place and and they really need our help. Because when people think about basic needs, whether it's with traditional poverty alleviation or disaster relief, people think about food, clothing, shelter, and water. Hardly anyone thinks about diapers or feminine hygiene and those are two very basic needs that have very deep impacts beyond okay. sanitation hygiene dignity empowering women and girls the impact of a diaper is really so much more than a diaper and it's it's great to know that there are people out there that are willing to help us raise funds so that we can go buy diapers and get them to the babies in need
0: oh it's such a such a great point uh, the, you know the the, the um, Challenges involved with not having diapers or pads yeah. are, are, are uh, horrific. I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Well, John, uh, why do you think that uh, Stephanie has been so successful on Carrying Crowd? What's the magic there?
3: Um, well, first, I want to mention that, um, you know, it's such an honor for me to get to know Stephanie and uh, people like her. As we, uh, as we work on Caring Crowd, and, and it's so inspiring and energizing. And Stephanie is uh, just a picture of energy and a can-do attitude, and she is driven by her mission. Um, so she uh, carefully prepares her campaigns, and she is, uh, I think she knows before she clicks that start campaign button that um, she has an almost certain uh, probability of succeeding because she has a plan and she has a multifaceted plan.
0: Interesting that planning and preparation is what you highlight. Uh, you know, I think so many of us think about crowdfunding as being uh, uh, sort of magic or ethereal or mysterious, and yet, you uh, pointing out that it's uh, about a plan and executing a plan. Boy, that it changes the whole paradigm for how you think about crowdfunding. It's a powerful insight. Stephanie, you are now running the largest crowdfunding campaign I think you've tackled. Is this the largest?
2: We The largest campaign we've done to date was a $50,000 campaign with Caring Crowd, and oh. we fully funded that July 31st of 2017. We just launched a $25,000 campaign also working in Haiti, so yeah.
0: (laughs) So this this is for Haiti, uh, and this is for diapers again, right? Yes. Okay. In celebration of International Women's Day, Jake's Diapers is raising money March 6th through 31st to empower Haitian women living in extreme poverty who often have to choose between diapers and food. Just 12 cloth diapers can save these mothers $950 per year through Jake's Diapers Caring Crowd Campaign proudly sponsored by Johnson & Johnson. You can help empower Haitian women and their children with a simple donation. To donate, visit jakesdiapers.org. Tell us a little bit about how this money will be used.
2: So what we do is we, when we receive our monetary donations, we then, we have a couple of mom and family owned cloth diaper companies that really give us serious discounts that really help us make our donor dollars go far. So what we do is we then go and buy cloth diapers that are made specially for our families that we serve. Um, and so what we do, like with our Haiti campaign, we are raising funds to help empower 250 mothers. So once we raise that $25,000, we will then be able to provide 200 family, 250 family kits. And what that is, is a complete supply of cloth diapers to last from birth to potty training. And then through our partner agencies, they will distribute those at the maternal health clinic to moms in need.
0: Wow, that's fantastic. Uh, And do you, how are they distributed? You you mentioned the clinic. How do you get them there? How are they distributed to the families from the clinic?
2: Yeah, so the first thing we have to do when we buy the diapers is cloth diapers Like when you buy a new towel, they're not absorbent. So the first thing we have to do is wash and dry each diaper five times. And then we pack them into kits and then all of our diapers are hand delivered. So that means suitcases and mission trips and missionaries and people visiting. We sent a team to Haiti in early January and they were able to carry with them a lot of supplies. And then our partner agency for this particular project, there are two. Real Hope for Haiti and Children's Health Ministries. And they each have, um, they do prenatal and maternal health care. So in Haiti, 80% of the children are born at home. And the infant mortality and maternal mortality rate in Haiti is extremely high. And a lot of it is unreported. So it's heartbreaking to know that there's such a such a basic need. So the leading cause of maternal mortality after childbirth is infection. And the leading cause of infant mortality, there's diarrhea and malnutrition. So how can we lower those and get more moms and babies to survive and thrive? The biggest challenge is access to medical care. So our clinic that we work with that's in the mountains Moms will walk eight to 12 hours there to get a checkup. So how can you make it truly worthwhile for a mom that lives in the mountains? Because if you've just had a baby, are you really going to want to hike eight to 12 hours through the mountains to get to a clinic? It's really gotta be worth your while because when you do that, you're making a sacrifice. You're leaving your other kids at home. You're leaving you know, your income for the day So when you go to the clinic, how do we make sure that the mom and baby actually get there? Because at the clinic, we can identify challenges sooner. We can catch infections quickly. We can make sure breastfeeding is going well. So it's those early intervention tactics that can help moms and babies. So as a way to help entice and encourage the moms to come in, if we can give them a complete supply of cloth diapers, it's something they cannot afford. And when they come to the clinic, they just, you know, they only have rags for diapers. And so it's it's a, it's a dignity and, a, and an empowerment issue. Of if we can give them diapers that they can easily hand wash, then they can actually, like their homes will stay cleaner, the baby will stay cleaner. They can actually go to church and their laps will stay dry. It's all of those little things that we just don't think of. like it's, I can't imagine like not having diapers and then trying to go to the grocery store or to the market, like what would you do? Like you're just, so we can empower women by giving them the basic need of diapers and we can make sure that we can do early intervention which really is helping moms and babies survive.
0: That's terrific, terrific work that you're doing. John, you've had a long and successful career much of it focused on nonprofit work, international development, all the great stuff. What's the most important lesson you've learned over your career?
3: Wow, what a question! Oh, hmm. well, I think um, bringing some meaning, having that meaning—I've uh, whether it was with nonprofits or working in a healthcare company. I knew that either very directly or indirectly, that there was benefit to someone, um, and that's one reason I stayed in healthcare, for example, and um, and that that gives that gives kind of that that edge that uh, you know makes you uh, makes you work.
0: Yeah, for sure. Now, what about you, Stephanie? You've been at this now for seven years since since before Jake was born.
2: Yep.
0: Uh, what's the key lesson you take from all of your work?
2: Never give up and nothing is impossible.
0: I love it. I love it. That's a great lesson. Great lesson. John, there are a lot of things you could be doing. You've got uh, you know, an incredible amount of talent and experience. Uh, why have you dedicated yourself to global health uh, there at Johnson & Johnson?
3: Well, um, you know, I was able to transfer into the Global Public Health Group as a co-founder of Caring Crowd. And when, this, when we had this idea and we presented it, and we got the funding, I couldn't think of anything else. And so I, I worked my old job and this new job to make this happen. And um, it's just, an, it, it was just so exciting and it's just a passion to um, meet people like Stephanie who are driven to do so much for so many people that it's very energizing. And and right now I can't think of doing anything else.
0: Now, that's great. Stephanie, what about you? You had this experience in Peru um, and your own, own baby, but a lot of us are aware of problems. A lot of us even see them firsthand. And, and we're usually satisfied by doing something, a, a $20 donation to save the children usually does it for us. Why did you need to do so much more than
2: that? It's, it's a calling for me. Like I look at the babies we serve, the only difference between them and my babies is where they were born. It's, um, they're humans, they're real people how do we help care for those in need? It's not, I mean, the only difference is like the, the women I was, so two days ago, I was standing in a, in a village in Puerto Rico where out of 130 homes, only 25 remain after Hurricane Maria. The only difference between those moms and their babies is they were born there and I was born here. And if not me, then who? So why not me? it's, it's all, I tell, I, I, I have a master's degree in ruminant nutrition. So that's cows, cow dietitian, And so like, and now here I am running an international diaper bank. (laughs) It's all about transferable skills. So, and it's about passion because they're, they're real humans. And, And when they look at you and say, thank you, because no one has ever gotten through life without someone else's help. So how do we help others in need? And it, I, I don't know, this is this is where I'm meant to be and I wouldn't be here without Caring Crowd and Johnson and Johnson. And to truly have an impact on someone's life with such a basic need is is, is powerful.
0: It's
2: it's just amazing. And I, I really can't thank our supporters enough. The other thing too is is it's not about like when people think about funding and nonprofits, they're like, Well, I don't really have much. It doesn't take much. It's not the power of the funding it's the power of the crowd if everyone gave just five dollars or ten dollars and then that can be doubled by johnson and johnson your impact is huge so it's about a community of people just rallying together and doing what they can with what they have where they're at and they can really change the world everyone can change the world just one step at a time one dollar at a time one diaper at a time
0: yeah, so, yeah. Cool. Well, great Great lesson, great point. Boy,
3: thank you. jump um, in uh, yes, uh, Stephanie and I were chatting earlier and Stephanie had mentioned that the power one person has to do something and whether that's a small bit now and then maybe more later or yeah. a- and connecting together to make such an impact and it's, um, I think that's brilliant. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. Stephanie, what is your superpower?
2: Uh, <laughs> I have a really strong faith, and I drink a lot of coffee.
0: <laughs> I saw you pounding the coffee right before this interview. I believe yes. you, <laughs> John. What about you? What's your superpower?
3: I think it's um, well. I'll go with what I was just saying: um, connecting. So um, that gives me energy. And by connecting, we can just do so much together.
0: Oh, that's great. Well, John, I really appreciate you and Stephanie joining me today. It's been a thrill to have you. Before we go, Stephanie, take just a minute and tell people how they can find your current campaign on Caring Crowd and learn more about it and how they can connect with you personally.
2: Yeah. So the best way to find our campaigns on Caring Crowd is caringcrowd.org backslash Jake's diapers. And there's a little hyphen in the middle between Jake's and diapers. And that will show our, all of our previously funded campaigns. There's 24 that we've been, that are either funded or in the process of. And then you can see what our active campaigns are. I would love to entertain, you know, questions and emails. My email is stephanie at jakesdiapers.org. And I'd be more than happy to connect with people and see how we can all Put the puzzle pieces together to help lift up people in need
0: oh fantastic well we really appreciate you both taking time and we wish you every success in addressing these critical global health issues
3: thank you so much yeah. for having us
2: thank you it's it's thank you all righty
3: let's do
1: some good a caring crowd we believe everyone has the power to make a difference through our crowdfunding platform for community health, we empower passionate people to drive real change. Whether you work for a nonprofit organization, volunteer, or want to get involved for the first time, you can post a campaign on Caring Crowd. Join us because caring is where change begins. Thank you for listening. This podcast is available at youtube.com forward slash Devonthorpe. Subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes by searching for Your Mark on the World. Every weekday, Devon hosts a CEO, celebrity, entrepreneur, or other changemaker here on the Your Mark on the World show to inspire and prepare you to make your mark. Devon is a champion of social good, writing about advocating for and advising people who are doing good. He is a Forbes contributor who is a recognized thought leader in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. To book Devin as a speaker, visit devinthorpe.com.